Welcome to Double Booked, your place for library news, book recommendations, and reading banter, hosted by WML librarians Erin Driscoll and Danielle Masterson. We are broadcasting from the WCTV Community Television Studios in Wilmington, Mass. We want to thank WCTV for allowing us to use their facility and equipment. So right now it's December and that means all of the holidays are coming up and we thought we might discuss some dysfunctional families to get yes. us ready for the holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time to, to see our own. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, you know, so often when we think of dysfunctional families, we think of those suspense novels that keep us up all night as, you know, we're trying to figure out exactly what happened. And, uh, but you know, there are also some families that put the fun in dysfunction. Yes. And yes. we thought we would kind of go over uh, a bunch of those families today. Yes. I, I did write down the famous uh, Tolstoy quote, of course, to, yes. to keep it literary here. Um, happy families are all alike. Every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yes. I, for this one, like, I feel like every month we set a theme and then I like desperately comb through my Goodreads list for books that fit that topic. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Not this month. <laughs> no, this month you were ready. <laughs> this month I was ready. I feel like I read a ton of books about dysfunctional families. I do too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I tried to look at like, what would be the like proper genre name for this? I... Does it have one? I feel like it falls under domestic fiction, but that sounds okay. very like uptight <laughs> it does yeah I don't know if the books fall into that but I mean it's definitely its own genre because I really didn't have a problem finding any books this month either yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it has it's become a genre unto its unto itself yes mm -hmm. um, what are you like what are you looking for in a dysfunctional family book um I think it kind of depends on my mood so there are times when I really want that fun, dysfunctional family, but then there are other times where I just want, you know, I, I need someone to die <laughs> and I need to figure out who did it. And if it's someone in the family, then that's even better. All right. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's still fun reading in its own way. It is. Because I really <laughs> don't want, I, I don't want real people to die, but no. I mean, I don't mind. It's like that old quote, was, was it Hemingway? Who who said like editing is like killing off your friends or something oh, like that? Something. Yeah. Oh, we are really we're really oh, we're so literary to the, today. <laughs> yes, to the classics. Here today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. For me, it needs to like strike the right tone. Like I'm not yeah. looking. I I don't want to read a book about like a really like abusive family or like no. terribly like. Mm -hmm like impoverished families I'm like usually looking for for more the the fun and family or at least like there should be an undercurrent of like humor I think yes mm -hmm. and like if anything like I mean usually the books I'm looking for are like families that are kind of like upper middle class or like very recently wealthy but like they have fallen from grace or like yeah. there's some kind of mm -hmm. family secret or like family inheritance at stake or something yes I love a good inheritance like yes. like when they're they're never seeing each other and then suddenly like grandma passes and the will says like now you must get together yes. and hang out and yeah yes. mm -hmm. thrown, to, thrown together yes mm -hmm. yeah. love that definitely <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So yeah, for me, my first pick is really kind of a a double feature, I would say, because two of my favorite books in this category are by Anne Patchett, who I consider to be kind of the queen of the dysfunctional family genre. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There are other contenders, I'm sure, like Anne Tyler, Elizabeth Strout, like Mm-hmm. I know, I know. But for me, <laughs> for me, it's Ann Patchett all the way. Mm-hmm. We can all have our own queen of the dysfunctional yes. family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of talks about this a little bit in an NPR interview I read of hers about how um, part of the reason for this is her own parents kind of divorced when she was young and her mom remarried a man with four children. So she kind of, she says... Uh, being thrown together, being pulled out of a family and put into a family has always been very interesting to, to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she she really uh, strikes the right balance for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've never read any of her books, but I do trust your recommendations because when you have recommended things to me and I read them, I have loved them. So perhaps I need to read one of her books uh, in the new year. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they're great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're also, I would say, great uh, book club books. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about in them, but they're not, like, too heavy. Like, you're not going to, yeah. like, they're moving and, like, you know, the things happen. But they're not, like, going to leave you with this, like, cold, like, pit in the bottom of your stomach. They're, That's like, right. both mm-hmm. have a undercurrent of kind of a dry humor. She She's very funny. Yeah. Um, the first uh, is Commonwealth. Uh, Mm -hmm. which she talks about as being slightly autobiographical in that Mm -hmm. it is also about uh, two kind of divorced family parents that remarry and it's a a blended family with six kids. Mm -hmm. Um, It starts with a adulterous kiss that takes place at a christening party uh, when someone brings a bottle of gin, I think. Oh, okay. (laughs) As one does. As one does. So that kind (laughs) of kicks it off. (laughs) Two families kind of dissolve and remarry into this uh, blended family with six kids and they move across the country from California to Virginia um, Mm -hmm. hence Commonwealth (laughs) Um, and then like years it kind of goes back and forth in time but years later you know that the siblings are not really speaking anymore because details of their lives have been written into a very successful novel (laughs) and Mm -hmm. (laughs) they are unhappy about this <laughs> yes mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is commonwealth um i don't want to get too much more into the, the nitty-gritty details of it sure. but mm-hmm. it's it's a good one um her other one the dutch house is more of a i didn't think this while i was reading it but afterwards it made sense it's more of a cinderella story like it's very okay. much there's no like fantasy elements but it is like there's an evil stepmother there's sort of step mm-hmm. Uh, stepdaughters that are all like yeah. kind of move in um, it centers on two siblings uh, Danny and Maeve um, and their their mother leaves their father remarries and they live in this like gorgeous house like mm-hmm. it's just described as like the best house you've ever been in <laughs> like it's gorgeous it has like <laughs> fancy paintings and all these like you know they're just sort of a fabulously wealthy house mm-hmm. <laughs> Um so he remarries uh, this woman who uh, brings her two daughters in as well. And when their father dies, she kind of uh, kicks them out mm-hmm. <laughs> of the house as, as teenagers. So they kind of have this fall from grace. They're no longer wealthy. Um, 
they have to kind of make it on their own but they like cannot give up like mm-hmm. obsessing over this house like yeah mm-hmm. it takes place over decades and they still like will meet up and just like sit outside this house in their car <laughs> like, oh no <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um so it's just kind of a fascinating like it they're very funny and and dry and like just kind of what they overcome and like it, it's just kind of a fun fairy tale but also realistic uh I, I just really enjoyed it, the Dutch house. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll definitely add those to my, my Goodreads so yes. that I remember to pick those up in the new year. And I should yeah. say um, Tom Hanks voices mm-hmm. Danny in the um, audiobook, which Ooh. I think is an mm-hmm. excellent casting. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Tom Hanks. Yes. Anything he does is fabulous. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are your, what's your opinion? Um, I also have a double feature to recommend, and uh, these are kind of the traditional uh, dysfunctional families, uh, like I was talking about earlier. You know, there's someone, someone dies, someone, there's a mystery involved, um, and Lisa Jewell is an absolute master at the dysfunctional family and the suspense thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, her most recent book is called The Family Remains. It's a sequel to The Family Upstairs. And, uh, yeah, and The Family Upstairs uh, was released about three years ago, and it started with what might be my most favorite line a book has ever started with. So I'll read it to you. Her phone has sent her a notification from her calendar. It's been there for weeks now, but she can't bring herself to cancel it. It says simply, the baby is 25. Doesn't that make you want to read it? <laughs> yes. And I, I was like, who is this baby? Why is it 25? What is happening here? <laughs> I have read The Family Upstairs and did love it, but yes. did not know that The Family Renates was yes, a sequel. I'm very excited to learn this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so The Family Upstairs is uh, tells the story of the baby, who is an adopted woman. Um, when she turns 25... She inherits the birth family's home, and that's why the other siblings have the notification on their phone to remember that the baby is turning 25 and that this is going to happen to the house. Um, So it tells her story, but it also tells the story of the biological family. And um, I did read this three years ago, but I had in my Goodreads that I was absolutely enthralled right up to the very last clever line. I do not remember the clever line, but <laughs> apparently I was really excited about the first line and the last line. So, and I gave it five stars. So I know that I loved it. Um, but I actually just finished The Family Remains uh, last month. And I had forgotten because it was three years ago. I had forgotten a lot of The Family Upstairs. Um, but a lot of it comes back as you read it. and um, But you could read this easily as a standalone. She leaves enough of the original plot in there that if you read the first book, you'll remember it. But if you didn't, you can still understand what's happening. Um, she really, I really cared about this family, even though, if I'm being <laughs> totally honest, I couldn't stand at least one of them. <laughs> and I think that's a really great author who makes you care about these people, even if you don't actually like them. Yes. Yeah, because that is kind of the height of dysfunction is like, you know, we're all 
kind of together and we're going through this, but you may not like everyone, but you, you will love them. And I really felt that. Um, And Lisa Jewell has been one of my favorite authors for a long time. Um, And in this story, the, in the uh, family remains, it goes from London to Chicago, back to London. Uh, So there's, you know, there's a whole lot of, there's a lot going on that make it a really great read. So I highly recommend both of those. Yes, yeah. I really enjoyed The Family Upstairs. I'm, I'm looking forward to Family yeah. Remains. It's just a good, mm-hmm. kind of like spooky mystery. Kind yes. Of, but mm-hmm. not too spooky. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, my next pick is a little... A little quirky. It's a little strange. Mm-hmm. Um, a little sarcastic. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and, I love sarcasm. Uh, it has <laughs> elements of magical realism. So those are all things that I love. <laughs> um, yep. It is Nothing to See Here by Kevin Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character. A great book cover. It's a great book cover. Such a good book cover. I've never read it, but I always look at it and I go, I want to read that because that book cover is amazing. The book cover cracks me up every time I yes. see it. Picture, if you will, it's like an illustration of just like a little boy whose upper half is like completely engulfed in flame. Yes, and um, the title next to it, nothing to see here, just the juxtaposition. Yes, (laughs) really tickles me. Mm -hmm. It's Um, so good. (laughs) So, um, the main character, Lillian. She's a bit of a, a late bloomer. She's she's living at home. She's working kind of a dead end job until she gets this sort of mysterious job offer from an uh, old school friend, uh, Madison, and uh, kind of jumps on it because she yeah. doesn't have much else going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Madison has married a senator with kind of presidential aspirations. Um but there's sort of a, a hitch in that his children from a previous marriage are, are coming to live with them. Um, and they need Lillian to be their caretaker for the summer. Um, mm-hmm. The catch being that whenever they are upset, they light themselves on fire. <laughs> um, and just, there's your magical realism yes, right there. They engulfed in flame. I should say it does not hurt them. Like oh, the good. children are fine. Um, it mm-hmm. could hurt other people. Sure. <laughs> like, things mm-hmm. but um they're they're fine <laughs> so hijinks and <ensue. laughs> um and it's funny like i read i read this book twice once um a while ago before i was an aunt and had nieces and once mm-hmm. since then and i have to say now having been around small children more yes sometimes it really does feel like when they have tantrums that they might as well have just like lit themselves on fire. Yes. <laughs> like, Absolutely. It doesn't feel like such an exaggeration. No. <laughs> um, you've not lived until you've seen a small child just on the floor going back and forth screaming. Yes. yes it really does feel like a little fire is just set off. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lillian and this sort of like security guard the center has are kind of responsible for trying to rein this in and, and make their family mm-hmm. appear like kind of picture perfect enough yeah. for mm-hmm. you know a senator with presidential aspirations yeah. <laughs> um mm-hmm. it's funny it's like kind of weirdly sweet of like yeah. kind of look at like sort of mm-hmm. a, a found family and again like the cover just <laughs> <So> <laughs> the good. cover alone absolutely mm-hmm. 
cracks me up, and I think it delivers on that cover. Yes, you can very much so judge a book by its cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. In this case, at least, yes. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Well, I have another, um, I have a family that is similar in that, in that it's uh, the children don't light themselves on fire. But, um, <laughs> but it is one of those um, kind of fun uh, they're totally dysfunctional, but they are fun and they are sweet. And it's it, it, it reminds me a little bit of that. So um, a, as I always think of them, they they put the fun in dysfunction. <laughs> and uh, it is the uh, the Rose family from Schitt's Creek. Oh, yes. Were you a Schitt's Creek fan? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Who was your favorite? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I could choose. I know. Right? <laughs> like, you go back and forth. Like you, every, It depends on your mood. Who might be your favorite at any time? Moira has some of my favorite quotes, but oh, I don't know. I couldn't uh, choose a favorite. She's wonderful. Yes. Um, it, it's kind of like being asked to choose uh, your favorite student or your favorite <laughs> library patron. <laughs> you really can't do it. <laughs> Um, but I was really excited because last year they um, they put together this beautiful oversized hardcover book called Best Wishes, Warmest Regards, The Story of Schitt's Creek. And it was put together by Dan and Eugene Levy, uh, who play David and Johnny Rose. And um, I really do feel like, like the, the Rose family might be my favorite TV fan. I have a couple of TV families that I love. Um, of course, the Keatons, who were family ties from the 80s when I was a kid. Um, the Bluth family from Arrested Development. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our, and honestly, if the Bluth family had a book, I would have just spent the last, like, I would just talk about them for a half an hour <laughs> because they are amazing. <laughs> um, but the Rose family are right up there with the other two. Um, and... The, this hardcover book is really just a love letter to Johnny, Moira, David, and Alexis. Um, Dan, who plays the lovable David Rose, he's both a gift and a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad, Eugene, who plays uh, Johnny Rose, explain all the backstories to the show, and they share these um, beautiful photos. Um, there's one photo of um, David and Alexis on the last day of shooting and they're just sitting on the couch together and you can tell that they're both crying and it's just really sweet. Um, but one of my favorite stories in the book is how Annie Murphy, who played Alexis, wrote her character's pop music single, A Little Bit Alexis. <laughs> she wrote it on a paper plate during a lunch break. And um, you only see Alexis perform just a quick snippet of that song. Uh, but they did actually record the whole song. <laughs> so please definitely look it up on your favorite streaming service. <laughs> it is absolutely in rotation <laughs> on my everyday playlist. It literally, it sounds like a, like a Britney Spears, Jessica Simpson's like that 90s pop because that's when yes. Alexis performed it. And it, if you didn't listen to the lyrics, you would think that it's just a song from that era. Um, but it's, it was a really cute story. Like they actually have the photo of the paper plate and you can see where she wrote everything. And so like this whole book, it's big and it's got all these different stories. Um, and so they, um, one of the things I loved in both the book and the show is that they really turned this dysfunctional family from the beginning into this really sweet family by the end who genuinely care about each other. Um, 
you know, Moira in the first season doesn't even know Alexis's middle name. That was one of my <laughs> yes. favorite scenes. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, they become, um, you know, when Alexis graduates, she sings the song, Baby, I'm Yours to Her. And so, like, you know, it goes through and uh, the book explains all of that stuff of just how they how they wrote different things and Another thing that they mention in there, which you don't, I, I've now seen the show a few times through, and uh, Moira never says the name Schitt's Creek. And if you watch it through knowing that, you see that she never does. And they talk about how she didn't, they didn't want her character to get so comfortable that she actually said it. So she'll say things like the town we live in or this town, you know. So oh. it's interesting how you know, things that we thought were kind of like little throwaways or we didn't think much of, they really explain the thought process behind it. Um, so it's just, it's a wonderful show. It's um, a wonderful book that really explains this beautiful family. And it is kind of a found family because the four of those actors, um, you know, obviously Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara have been performing together for like 40 something years. <laughs> um, so they already were family, but you know, they bring Annie Murphy in and she kind of thinks of them as their, as you know, parents to her now. So it's a really sweet story. So if, um, if you like, you know, pop culture and you like seeing like behind the scenes things, I definitely recommend Best Wishes, Warmest Regards, a, The Story of Schitt's Creek. And if you haven't watched Schitt's Creek, I I recommend Please. you yes. start. <laughs> Absolutely. It's on Hulu. Yes, <laughs> yes it's so great. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, these, I, I mean, it's a genre that's just, just brimming. <laughs> yes. I actually, I, I had a few more um, suspense thrillers and knowing that we wouldn't have enough time to talk about everything. Yes. Um, I did pick my favorites, but I did want to mention a couple of others. Um, one is uh, Not a Happy Family by Shari Lapina. And uh, Karen McManus does a great job with a lot of dysfunctional families. And she has one called The Cousins, which is a similar thing. They're thrown together oh. for an inheritance. Um, another one is Darling by Kay Ancrum. And that one is really interesting because it's a dysfunctional family that is really a found family. It's a retelling of Peter Pan. And um, the street gang becomes the uh, becomes the family. And uh, another book that I really liked um, was Picard County Atlas by Chris Harding Thornton. And uh, it's her first book, and it's set in the Midwest, which I don't normally read that area. So that was actually what made me pick it up. Um, but it has a really interesting dysfunctional family, and um, the setting is really, uh, especially for those of us who are in the Northeast, we, you know, if you haven't spent a lot of time in the Midwest or read about it, and I haven't, and uh, I really liked that book as well. So I wanted to kind of mention a few, and we'll put them on our website, you know. Um, I, I didn't want to take up too much time, but I read a lot of suspense thrillers and a lot of dysfunctional families and those are kind of like my honorable mentions yes for this mm -hmm. i have some honorable mentions as well because yes. i think there are a lot of moving away from fiction i think there are a lot of great dysfunctional family memoirs oh definitely <laughs> um, mm -hmm. so just some quick hits <laughs> mm -hmm. i would say um wild game by adrian brojor uh, mm -hmm. fun home by allison bechtel which is yeah. her um 
graphic novel that was also made into like a musical. Um, yeah. More recently, um, I'm Glad My Mom Died by oh. Jeanette McCurdy, which... I have to read that. It's so good. Um, <laughs> and then pretty much like anything by David Sedaris, I would say. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yes, I didn't even think of him, but you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So there are a lot of great uh, dysfunctional family family memoirs out there as well, yes. if, if nonfiction is more mm-hmm. your, your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well... Happy holiday season, everyone. <laughs> yes. Enjoy all that time with your your f- hopefully fun in dysfunctional families. Yes. May your yes. family but the fun in dysfunctional. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> happy holidays, everyone. Yes. Holidays, happy reading. <laughs>